Well, good morning, everybody. This is Julian Bray, and uh, this is a podcast. It's a podcast like no other. Quite simply, there's so many strange people on the television and on the radio these days, and there's one topic of conversation, and that is coronavirus or COVID-19. If you're posh, you say it's COVID-19. If you're like the rest of us, you say corona, as in crown, virus. What is it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows how to stop this. All we know, it is a virus wrapped up in a little fatty outer. And the fatty outer is the reason everybody says, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Now, that actually gets to me because for years on cruise ships, they've been saying, wash your hands, wash your hands, because they were always worried about norovirus. And norovirus is a particularly nasty winter vomiting bog, 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 bog. Well, it's bug. How about bug? It's better, isn't it? And basically, what used to happen was that you go to your stateroom or cabin for three days and it'll all be over. But of course, now, if they get it, they're locked up for, well, it seems like months now because uh, the cruise ships won't be allowed to land their passengers anywhere. So it is really, really very strange. But what else is going on? Well, they, they closed the pubs. Now, the local pub around here is Charters in Peterborough. Very nice. It's a converted Dutch barge. Barge was built about the time of RMS uh, Titanic. So it's over 100 years old. And it sits on the River Neen and dispenses booze. And everybody was two meters apart and we we're quite happily enjoying ourselves and then uh, the government comes and said right no sorry you can't do that you must close the pub down so uh, they closed the pub down and then they closed everything else down they closed the cinemas down and after they closed the cinemas down well the list is endless then of course the bo- the boiler was due for a service and i got the uh, home serve that's the name of the organization that we pay an awful lot of money to and i spent hours on the phone trying to get an appointment and finally uh, managed to get some help through the uh, the website's voice service and uh, talked to the person there they said right engineer you'll be around tomorrow no engineer stayed in all day cleaned up the kitchen as you do and waited and waited so got back onto home serve again and said oh no uh, government advice has changed we can't send out engineers unless you're a critical case critical case well okay yes i'm a senior citizen strange word that is senior citizen yeah so um i'm over 70 so I should be treated as a critical case or a special case anyway, but they weren't having it. And so I still carry on paying my £400 a year to them. £400. I looked looked it up. It's an insurance policy. So if the boiler goes out of warranty, what do I do now? That is uh, an argument for another day. So that's not going to happen. So... I argued with them and I've had a go at them on Twitter. By the way, if uh, you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm uh, Aviation Comment, Aviation Comment. That is my Twitter handle. And because normally I'm, uh, I broadcast from my home studio. Uh, I have an ISDN line which goes into all the broadcast organizations. So you think I'm actually in their studio uh, when I'm not. I'm sitting in 
my own uh, front room, usually in my pyjamas with a strong cup of coffee, uh, waiting for the little light to come on, and then I'm straight into the broadcast. Now, of course, everybody's doing it, so I've lost the cachet there. And I was one of the first to actually do my uh, Skype broadcasts uh, with my bookcase in the background. And yes, I have real books, and I have read them all. Uh, because somebody from one of the uh, the continental stations asked me, they said, did you really read all those books? Yes, and I had to watch all the uh, uh, the videos as well, but uh, all the books are here. I like biographies, so we've got loads of those. And, and uh, I also like uh, books with hardback covers, so they're quite fun to do. And you can pick them up quite cheaply once they've had their initial run. They go to remainder bookshops like Words & Co., and uh, you can pick up, uh, say, a £25 book for about uh, £3, and that's always worth doing. Good fun. But this whole idea of locking down, I see where they're coming from. I understand it, but it does make me rather wonder when you see people wandering around parks and sunbathing. And there was even a shot of a couple with a barbecue on a beach, nobody else on the beach, police standing over them saying, come on, move on. Well, yes, you can see what they're getting at. If one lot starts doing it, it's a bit like putting a dot of jam down on a table in the middle of summer. Within about 10 minutes, you'll have millions of wasps congregating. Brits are like that. They see one person doing it and somebody else says, okay, we'll have a go as well. And really, that's what they're trying to say. They're trying to keep us in our houses. Uh, it is unfortunately for our own good. And, you know, as soon as somebody says that, you know, somebody else is going to kick against the traces. Oh, well, I can't see this disease. I'm all right. It's only flu. It isn't. It kills. And uh, it's just the uh, death toll in the UK is just under 5,000. By this afternoon, it will be over 5,000. Uh, and then I'm afraid the next few days, folks, it's going to shoot right up. So uh, be prepared for a lot of bad news coming down the chute. But anyway, I promised you with this podcast that uh, we would try and do a bit of distraction. Distraction, right? Now, I used to have a pub at one time and uh, in in Norfolk, actually. But frankly, in Norfolk, they go to bed uh, in October and don't wake up till April. So there's no way to run a pub. So got rid of that. But I had a very interesting beer bottle collection, all full, but classic labels, which I actually bought off somebody else. And so these bottles are around about 50 years old now, 40 to 50 years old. And they've actually been sitting in um, a chap who is a neighbour to the pub, and he's finally sold his house there. And so suddenly I have got five crates of very ancient beer bottles with contents, all sealed. And I'm thinking, what the hell am I going to do with them? Uh, They started off life in the car. Then they moved to one of the benches in the garden, uh, all covered up with tarpaulins and everything else. But what I've got to do now is clear out a cupboard and put them in because what I was going to do is to put them into auction. They're worth about £15 a bottle, would you believe, for old beer? Yes, but it is the labels, of course. We've even got one that says the dog, uh, it's called the dog's bollocks, 
and it's all on there and uh, we've got special beers uh, commemorating well charles and diana's wedding for a start uh, that's on there there's a special brew um, and also breweries that have actually gone out of business so i'm going to have to work out something to do with that but this lockdown's caused no end of problems have you had to get your car mot'd well the good news is or well, the bad news was that my mot ran out of one of my cars uh, in april no sorry march 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 the 28th and so I'd organise it with the garage and, uh, right, I'll drive it down there and I'll wait while they do the MOT. And uh, as I'm organising this, up comes one of these daily uh, news conferences and guess what? We are going to defer uh, MOTs for six months. So if your MOT is coming up now, um, you have a six-month extension while all this is going on. Anyway, too late for me. So in I go, take it down to... Uh, P&L Motors in Whittlesea, which is near Peterborough. Very good people. And uh, in I go, uh, park car outside and normally go and meet the receptionist and uh, hand over the keys. No, not this time. They had it all sorted down to tea. Um, you're locked in the outer room, two chairs. Um, <laughs> that's it. No magazines to read or anything. So uh, you hand your... Um, card through the till and you've got to trust the um, the receptionist because she has to tap in your secret code you know the code on the back of your card in order to do the deal but anyway so I know them so trust them so I did it anyway so that went through all right but the, the fun thing was I put the car around the corner and I'd forgotten that I had a couple of face masks yes I have face masks and if you're looking for face masks, Amazon. Mine came within uh, five days. And I've got around about 30 face masks. And so they, they don't seem to have any problem getting the face masks. So that's good. So they've got the face masks. And anyway, back to the MOT. Right, so I pay for it and I've taken the car around. And I've got a face mask I've been using whenever I go to the supermarket in the car. Receptionist come out and says, the tester won't go near your car because there's a face mask in it. Please remove the face mask. Huh? Well, I did. I <laughs> removed the face mask. In it went. And would you believe, dear old car, this lovely old Saab convertible. They don't make them anymore. Uh, but it sailed through its MOT, which is quite good news. So really pleased about that. So drove that back. Uh, still too cold to put the uh, roof down, or it was then. So uh, uh, it's back, and uh, so I've been polishing it like mad. So there you go, because that's all you can do. But what can you do? Because you're actually uh, on your own here, and really there's absolutely nothing you can do because, frankly, uh, you can't see anybody. Uh, we go and tap on neighbours' doors and... Uh, uh, occasionally they do shopping for us and we do shopping for them and that works quite well i'll tell you who's well organized aldi are very well organized tesco is a an unmitigated disaster morrison's are organized but it's not logical so if you don't need a newspaper and you want everything else i do suggest you go to aldi 
And I also suggest you seek out the Polish shops and small convenience stores uh, like NISA, N-I-S-A, because they seem to be able to get supplies all right, and especially pasta. Nobody can get pasta. Uh, nobody can get flour. Nobody can get uh, uh, yeast, because obviously a lot of people are baking at the moment. So that is something to consider. Uh, so my recommendation is try Aldi. Um, they've actually got in bouncers from Showsec, uh, who normally patrol arena shows. But of course, they're not doing any work at the moment. So uh, uh, they've probably done a deal there. So you've got the bouncers outside. Everybody is standing two meters apart. So the queue goes all around the car park. Well, it does at certain times. However, if you go at about two o'clock in the afternoon, that seems to be the best time to get in there. And you can usually whip in and out with just a couple of people in front of you. So that would be my suggestion on that one. Meanwhile, what is happening at, at uh, Julian Bray Towers? Well, of course, the sun is out. And so what have you got to do? Well, there's gardening and everything else. So, uh, and... Uh, uh, my wife Morag has got a whole list of jobs that she wants done um, so I'm going to see if I can fudge some of those for a while because I'm not really in the mood for it at the moment it really is amazing this getting to, well, even though I work from home normally uh, this has put an added layer on it because at least when working from home you can actually break it up by going to the pub meeting people going for a coffee uh, doing a bit of shopping uh, whatever, or going off to meetings, uh, go off to my club in London and uh, have a nice lunch and possible stay overnight so we can take in an evening entertainment. Uh, but all that's gone. Uh, we've got one of the best train services, well, used to have one of the best train services from Peterborough to London. It's only uh, 44 minutes. And it's the, well, of course, it's the the... The, what I'm trying to say, it's the railway run by the government at the moment, the government of last resort or operator of last resort, I think they call it. But they're actually doing a very good job. So <clears throat> long may that reign, as they say. But really, we have to consider what we're doing here because um, uh, it's getting a bit strange um, because you get into a pattern, don't you? Uh, with going shopping, doing this, fiddling about the car. That's going to be the next thing. I'm going to start detailing the car. Yes, it's a bit sad really, isn't it? Detailing. It means that you, it's going to be ultra clean and everything else. I've got all the gear. It's all sitting there waiting to be used. It's just, it's like starting to write a new play or a new script. It's the first page. You've got to get beyond the first page that means you've actually got to get the stuff out and you've got to get the buffers out. And you've got to get all the other bits and pieces that you need. Uh, so that is something that's going to have to be done quite soon. We also have cats. <clears throat> now, you, what do you have to understand about cats is they are interesting. Dogs have owners. Cats have staff. I'll repeat that. Dogs have owners, cats have staff. We have a scruffy Persian who got rescued and he lives with us. But unfortunately, he had a, a problem a couple of years ago and his sight has gone. 
his short sight has gone. Yeah, I think he can see some in images, long images, if you like, but he cannot work the cat flap. So what he'll do, he'll sit by the cat flap and using it like a punch bag, bang, 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 and it gets faster and louder and louder. And so somebody has to get up day or night. In fact, it's got so bad that uh, some nights I just sleep downstairs on, on, on the sofa. Uh, because it's quicker to actually do it that than get up and come all the way down here, wake up the household, and away we go. Anyway, so he's loving it now because it's warmer. He's outside, blind as a bat, but he knows his area. Um, he must do it by counting steps or something, but he seems to know his way around, and uh, um, he knows that he can always go around to the back door and wait there. So... It's a problem because he's grey in colour. You can't see him. At night, of course, you can't see him. So I hit on this idea. I've got some of these lights that you use for landings, which uh, which come on. They're movement controlled. So as soon as the movement, as soon as he moves, uh, of course, the light goes on by the door. Ah, there he is. I can open the door, let him in. Bit sad, really, isn't it? But... Uh, that is what it's come to. I am the doorman to a cat. And we actually have other cats as well. And the neighbours have cats and all the cats form a posse in our area. So they're in, in and out of each other's houses. Uh, but it's amazing. You've only got to have a shortage, cat litter, cat food. Uh, where do you get these things from? Now masks, masks. Oh yes, I was talking about masks earlier. Amazon. I don't care where you are, what you're doing, ring up Amazon and not in ring them up, dial them up, what you normally do. Uh, look through and you'll find a supplier of masks. I've got a supply in here, so we should be all right. Uh, but I do feel for the people in the NHS who are not getting this personal protection equipment. There is no excuse for it. There is plenty of the stuff around. It is being hoarded by certain wholesalers and distributors. They're waiting for the price to go up. It happens every time. So somehow I think government's got to clamp down on this. Anybody hoarding this stuff or charging outrageous prices has to be blacklisted or best still, a tax investigation, automatic tax investigation of the company and the directors and anybody else connected with it, I think would be the ideal way to go on that one but as I say there's plenty of kit around now also I'm I'm having a bit of a song and dance with uh, our local surgery this is stand ground surgery uh, suddenly an email has come around everybody has to join the National Health Service website if you want your repeat prescription the problem being as you well know that uh, uh, National Health Service website is pretty overloaded at, at, at the moment. It's running very old uh, uh, Windows technology and it's liable to break down every every now and again. Now, I'm di diabetes too, so I need certain things that I've got to have every day. Um, so uh, I'm wondering about that. So I'm, I'm going to have a conversation with the surgery and find out what they're playing at because... I don't have much confidence in the NHS website. I have 
lots of confidence in the NHS and they're doing a brilliant job and everybody associated with it. In fact, they've gone way beyond the call. They're doing an outstanding job. So we shall be grateful for that. But the point is the Muppets, who are the managers running this, running various bits of their technology, uh, really, they should all be taken out and, and well, not necessarily shot, but uh, they should just be taken out some. Yes. Uh, so there we go. That's really where what I, what I came to say. You've got a few things here. We've started, we've opened up, we've opened up this chapter, haven't we? This is the podcast. Uh, it's nothing too awkward, nothing too controversial, but at least we're not talking about body bags all the time. And uh, so, some of the tele-evangelists, sorry, some of the Telly, oh, I want to get on television quickly, and I've got a new way of making donuts with a couple of sacks of coal and uh, uh, a barrel load of sand. You really, we just don't want this, do we? Um, we are actually getting used to the idea of uh, news reporters using, uh, well, smartphones. Really, that's uh, all it is. They put prop the smartphone up, and away they go. Uh, they're on the telly, and so we'll see a lot more of that. It'll never go back again. Another thing that's going to be hit is business travel because there's lots of organisation. Well, the head of Mercedes, for example, he says that um, digital conferencing has worked so well, it's going to cut down their uh, travel bill quite considerably when all this is over. So there you go. That is exactly what is happening there. Um, some things will never change, will never go back to where they were uh, because so many new people have got different ways of doing things now or they've devised different ways of coping, uh, A, with being on their own or coping with the situation. But hopefully we all learn from this. There is something to be learned. And let's face it, as the Queen said, you know, it's not as if we're in a world war. It, it is a medical war, if you like. But the point is, at least we haven't got bombs dropping on houses and people being killed that way. Uh, there's a lot of people in this country, and I'm afraid the numbers will be savage when they're all released. But uh, the point is, we will get through it. We've got to. There's no alternative. Um, you have to do that. Uh, the trouble is nobody has the antidote yet. Uh, they're trying all sorts of things, as they will, but one day that will happen. Then hopefully we can put it with a long list of other things. But what people haven't said is, uh, is it going to come back again next year? Now, if that happens, then I'm afraid you will see many fine businesses going to the wall, uh, calling in the administrators, um, particularly small family firms, and I do feel uh, really sorry for them because uh, uh, they've set themselves up for another season and suddenly the chopper comes down and nothing is moving. Retail's deadly. Uh, a lot of the suppliers to retail uh, see their order book drying up and they got to adapt very, very quickly and do something else. But that's not always possible. So really what you want to do is to 
try and look on the bright side, try and expand, get your marketing together. I think that's the lesson in these down times. Get all your presentation materials together and see if you can actually tighten up on everything because uh, that way you might be ready to resume whatever your activity is, whether it's social, vocational, business. So try and use this as a valuable time for learning and a valuable time for enjoying yourself. And that is basically what you've got to do, because frankly, if you don't enjoy yourself, then uh, you will become a basket case like the rest of us. So uh, really somehow see the funny side of little situations that you get involved in. Um, have you cleaned out a kitchen cupboard lately? You'll be surprised what's lurking in the back. It's probably been there for about 10, 15 years. All those bags that you never unlocked, uh, that you never unwrapped when you actually moved into the house. They're up in the loft somewhere. So you might want to have a look at a few of those. You see, there's an awful lot of things to be done. And I've got a shopping list here. So I'm going to have to uh, beetle off out and see if I can do something. Uh, anyway, it's been lovely talking to you. My name is Julian Bray, and I am the aviation expert on grounded <laughs> grounded airplanes. Yeah, not, not a lot happening there, folks. And uh, I'll be seeing you either on here or on the airwaves uh, sometime in the future. So I will say thank you very much for listening to this. Um, if you want to call me on the on on the email, email me. It's julianbray at aol dot com. Yes, I'm still on AOL. Julian Bray, one word at aol dot com, and I look forward to getting um, your emails because that way I can actually add something to this uh, podcast. And who knows, we might even get a few guests in and see if we can actually get them to assist us. And uh, I might even have a go at all the telepundits as well. In fact, the world is our lobster, as uh, somebody from Minder might have once said. And I met him as well. So I'll tell you a few stories about the, the good old film industry and what happens when we went on location. Dennis Waterman features in quite a few of them, I might add. Uh, so we will do that because those are the good old days of making movies in the UK. Anyway, yeah, I see the witching hour is fast approaching, so I must leave you all. And once again, many thanks. I have thoroughly enjoyed doing this first one, and hopefully we can do many more. Uh, pass it on to everybody else, and we see, we'll see what happens in the future. So there you go. Right, OK, you can take the handcuffs off now, officer. I'm coming quietly. Yes, yes, it's all right. No, 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 seriously, I'm allowed to do this. <laughs>